for the hottest news out of the obstacle racing scene? Want to stay up to date on the freshest info, the latest podiums, and hear interviews with the who's who in OCR? Well, you've come to the wrong place. Well, some of that you'll find here. But we're not the media. This is not ORM, OCM, OCRM, ORCM. This is OCR Talk. I just talked so much for so long and it didn't record any of it. Uh, hello, this is Jason Dupree. This is, you're listening to OCR Talk episode 46, 47, season three, episode one. <laughs> so those watching now know that I've been sitting here talking for how long we've been going with this. Ten minutes? I've been sitting here talking for ten minutes, and none of it has been uh, heard. So let's see. Let me double-check before I continue to go into all the stuff that I've been talking about already and repeat it all as best I can, if I'm even being heard at the moment. Bear with me as I check my feed to find out if I'm actually getting some audio going. If you're out there listening, please let me know. Why is the chat disabled? That's dumb. Hello. Hello. Okay. So I'm pretty positive my... Yes, Sophia is telling me that my audio is coming through right now. <laughs> I talked for 10 minutes. It's good stuff, too. I talked for some good stuff. Uh... All right, let me start over. I already did my intro. Hello, it's Jason. Anna's gone. Anna has crashed out of the site, and for some reason she has not loaded back in. Uh, we definitely won't put all the stuff that I said in the audio version of the podcast because you didn't hear it, because it didn't record. I don't know what happened to Anna. I think she, I think she crashed out for good. She's got the link. She can join in when she's ready. I'm going to see if I can rehash what I just talked about. Uh, I'm so bad at recapping conversations that I've already had. My wife knows this very well. She always says, uh, so how'd that conversation with uh, so-and-so go? What'd y'all talk about? I'm like, oh, went well, uh, we talked about this, that. That's about it. And like, I have a hard time giving details. So here I am, OCR Talk, episode number 47. We are going to do, I'll, I'm, besides the kinks, I'm really enjoying this live output that we're doing. And the whole reason behind it is to learn and figure out how to do live streaming for OCR. So we want to do pre and post shows, pre and post race shows. We want to do live streaming of the races themselves. But we want to do it in a professional way and have nice, pretty graphics. So that's what I've been playing with. And you may have seen a couple of the examples of things I've been using so far. Last night I did a, a video, a live stream, where I talked with Mike and Matt. And while they were chatting, I messed with some stuff and just tried different things. As you can see today, I've got a video background, an animated background. But I've also got 
borders around the video. Now, they're not the best borders, but uh, they, they're decent. But watch this. This is where it gets fun. So I actually did some customizing of one of these, and here's what I came up with. So there's me. I think you'll see me by myself in a second here. And when it comes in, it's a little animated fly-in with the names and the text and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I think that's showing up fairly well. So that's fun. So little things like that. So just learning how to use these tools. All these tools that we've been looking at and using have been free so far. Everything that I've done has all been on a free platform. I've tried looking into XSplit, and it is a free platform for personal use, but for commercial use, it's paid, but it's not very expensive at all. And it's cool, and I can probably pull in, um, you know, the overlays, the the borders and the names and all the flying in. Oh, shoot, you missed my nice... Um, <laughs> you missed my nice title card. So here is the title card. Oh, shoot, now I messed it up. There's the title card that had the timer when we first started. No, if you watched from the beginning, you already saw this. Sorry. All right, so I'll make that fly out. Get our borders back on there. So all of this has been testing to hopefully have a polished product whenever we start doing, like, legit races like OCR, WSC, which at this point, uh, if I'm just there producing a video... Okay, that's cool. I plan on going and running. I mean, I already signed up for the 3K, but uh, plan on running the other races too. I mean, I love racing. That's uh, that's why we do this. But so the uh, live overlays, uh, doing these live streams, I the thing I like about this platform is that the 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 meeting uh, instead of having to pull in somebody else's video from some other source, they actually have a just meeting space. So I don't have to use Zoom or GoToMeeting or WebEx or something like that. They've got their own space that Anna crashed out on. I don't know if she's live. Let's find out. And, um, you know, she makes it back. She makes it back. But the stream seems to be strong and steady, and it's still going. Um, if, if she don't, if I get done talking and saying whatever I want to say, I'm just going to put an invite out to discord, see who wants to jump on. But, um, we saw, we actually got to see while we were videoing or recording last night, the live stream, we could see the chat in here and I can't right now. I can see it in YouTube. So if you do chat, I will see it. Sophia being the one who's being cool and watching this. Why, why are you watching this? What am I? What, are, who am I? I'm not Will Hicks, uh, who he says people don't watch to to talk, to listen to him. People don't listen to hear him. But he also says that he has a face for radio. I would love to get him on here so we can actually see that beautiful face of his. Uh, so I've got the live output. We're doing these videos. It's it's uh, I'm streaming it's just to YouTube right now. And that's allowing me to just copy that video, download that video, and then take that audio from it afterwards. That's good. Josh, if you're on, why don't you hop in? You might just be on your phone. You're not even in Discord anymore. You just come and go as you please, Mr. Discord Master. 
Anna got our, uh, internet at her house out in Golden, Colorado. This beautiful Javier jacket's making too much noise, so I'm going to take it off. I'm still wearing my work shirt. I'm not even wearing an OCR shirt. Come on. Uh, I'll go get one. Hang on. Long live the Holy Grail. Which you may never be able to do one ever again. All right. There we go. Appropriately, appropriate t-shirt for this. Oh, t-shirt. I see. Um, this is the Holy Grail shirt that came from the 2018 season of Tough Mudder. So, you know, Holy Grail, you got to do a tough, tougher, toughest, and a world's toughest. I did my tougher at, uh, shoot, not Chicago, College Station in Texas. And then I did my toughest at Dallas, Texas. And then I did World's Toughest in Atlanta. So that was beautiful. Makes me want to cry. If only we could get the rights to Inya, then I could play them right here. And we would just all have a cry together. Um... Josh has no phone tonight, so he will not be joining us, unfortunately. But, and that's one of the one of the very small downfalls to this platform, but I can pull in a video, I can pull in a stream from it, from a phone, but not a conversation like this. So I can't get them to join my meeting, so that's the only reason I can't pull in somebody else. Uh, I'm getting no response from Anna, so... Looks like I'm just going to go this alone unless anyone else wants to join. So I'm going to go ahead and just talk about what I was going to talk about with Anna at this point. Um, so the Q&A, we've actually got a couple of questions that I am going to pop up on the screen, and I do need to populate those. I've been messing around with so many different overlays and trying to get things to where they look cool and it's very simple like the the thing you see on the screen right now if you're watching the video uh just the borders and the name underneath it's simple but when you take something like i had one asset that was just the names underneath and i added the borders and so to basically copy from one asset to another and customize the transitions the the animation the the overlay of it the the positioning of all this stuff, it's not a very, it's not a hard process, but it's not a simple, quick and easy process. I mean, it takes time to design that stuff. So that's what I've done. And uh, so I've done that. And we've got like that, um, you know, the title card that you saw earlier. Uh, let's see. I've got an image. So just to get into some Q&As, let's look at, um, give me just a moment. I'm going to pull in another image to show because I've got the questions that we asked. And again, this is another bit of proof that we're not that popular. Uh, this overlay of the image is going to be something that somebody um, asked us. And, oh yeah, we'll start with this one. Let's get it um, nice and big. So right now I'm actually in singular live oh let me do that while we're talking here since anna's not there i will 
go ahead and show my screen because that's fun. And in just a moment, you're going to see what I'm doing on my computer. So now, I don't know if this hurts my bandwidth or not, but now you're seeing me next to my screen of what I'm looking at. So I'm actually looking at the screen of what I'm producing. And over on the right side, you can see the little bitty screen that shows uh, the actual stream output. And if I had a guest in here, they would show in that little top area, which is pretty cool. Uh, so looking at singular live, I've got, uh, this comment or this message that Mark sent us, so Mark Duplessis sent us, and I'm going to position it, put it right in the middle and bring it upwards like so too much. And then if I push that live, then it shows up on the screen. Uh, it's a little lower than I want it to be. Let's try that. So now you guys should actually be seeing that that question. Okay. Um, so, question. I hate it when I start with sentence with so. Mark Duplessis asks us, because this is the big Q&A episode, on a scale of 99 to 100, how attractive is Mark Duplessis? Well, with that tight of a scale, I'll have to go at 99. Only because, I mean, what does it take to be to get 100 in looks? I mean... Does Fabio get 100? Does Rebecca Romay Stamos? Sorry, Rebecca Romay. Does she get 100? I mean, to be 100 in looks, it's got to be attractiveness. It's got to be pretty phenomenal. So sorry, Mark. You get 99, which, hey, 99 is not that bad, man. 99 is actually pretty awesome. I mean, it's right next to 100, so it's only one less for whatever that means. And if you take that the wrong way, then that's what you get for asking that stupid question. Just kidding. All right, that was Mark Duplessis. So now I've turned it off and it goes away. See, that, that stuff's kind of fun and cool. And I'm still sitting here just doing this on my own. And whoever is watching is laughing. Let me check the comments real quick. <laughs> um, oh, Sophia being awesome and... So now you can see where I'm looking at my YouTube feed and looking at the comments. The comments should be showing up down here in the bottom right. They did last night. They're not tonight. Who knows? That's uh, that's software. That's the kind of stuff that we're dealing with. But so, oh, back to YouTube. Sophia is asking, besides Tough Mudder, TBD, and Ragnar, are you playing on any other endurance vents? Well, here's the thing. And, and this is one thing I was going to be talking with, and I'm jumping back and forth with, with screenshots here, or screens. The the thing that I was wanting to hope to talk to Anna about, and since she's not here, I'm just going to go ahead. I, uh, I've i got my plan, my first race. I'm going to stop jumping between screens so you can focus. Sophia, congratulations, you advanced to level two, but Batissimo, whatever that means. <laughs> Um, I have got battle race battle. I keep calling it that because they were called that battle OCR in Louisiana on March 2nd or 3rd or something like that. Six, six or seventh. seventh. and you know, battle race battle. God dang it. Battle OCR has OCF battle OCR has the war zone heat and the war zone heat is a multi-lap race. Now, 
Battle has been around since, I think, 2015 or so. And their races are very akin to Spartan. Like, you know, the logo itself has half of the Spartan helmet in there. But the thing that we've seen from Sid is that he turns things up a notch. And Sophia, if battle race is close to the close by, but the dates are not good, what, what, uh, where are you and why don't you go? What's wrong with the dates? So let's hear that. But battle is Sid just really does take it up a notch. And while you've got things like bucket carry and rope climb, you know, walls, you're in Alabama, you should definitely go. Um, it, so it is Spartan race, but it really is harder. Like the rigs come from force five. Some obstacles are like literally four or five obstacles in one. So pieced together. So you might have a warp wall to a rope swing to a uh, cargo net climb to a rope climb right after like all that in one obstacle. I mean, that's the kind of crazy stuff that he did. Uh, one of the races that he did, the, the, Bucket carry was had to been quarter of a mile. I mean, it was ridiculously long and crazy hard. So that's the kind of stuff that you get from battle rate, battle OCR. It, it's kind of like Spartan, but man, it's gonna beat you up way more than Spartan does. It's gonna have way more obstacles and beat you up really good. So doing their uh, multi lap races, I mean, you really get a hard, hard workout and a hard. Uh, you know, just one lap of this thing is hard. So going through multiple laps is really intense. and But it's fun. You know, it's, it's like doing BFX or Toughest or um, who else does multi-lap races right now? Um, Fit Challenge, whatever they're doing up there, which I've not done. But it's tough. So uh, that is the plan. But the thing is, Bone Frog Challenge. Does Bone Frog Challenge actually do? I I have yet to do a Bone Frog because they came in too late for me when I already had this settled. Like I'm gonna maximize my event calendar for the year instead of just doing every single possible race I can. Uh, and they didn't have one close to Dallas, so I haven't done one yet. I am interested in it though. It looks fun. So if they do um, a multi lap wave, that could be cool. Especially if, you know, Toughest is going away. We definitely got to find some some replacements. So, here's the thing. I've spent 2018 dealing with blood issues. Got through that year. Some races were good. Some races were bad. The amazing thing about that is I went into the hospital in the beginning of, in February in 2018. In, I think, May... I was getting uh, iron infusions to get my blood back to appropriate levels. And I think it was in May or March or whenever, um, whenever toughest was, I ran what at the time I felt like was the best race I had ever ran. It was an eight hour race. I did uh, 30 miles, which in eight hours, I mean, it was for me, it was like near my limit at the time for sure of uh, pushing and it was right after coming out of the, the hospital, not right after, but you know, a couple months after being in the hospital for blood issues. So it was just because I think it was because I had, you know, this influx of uh, iron infusion 
that helped me out. And then the rest of the year was kind of up and down. So I had uh, highs and lows. Some races felt great. Some races were, were not so great. Just kind of depended on where my iron levels were. We got all that figured out right at the beginning of 2018. And it's like, okay, that's no longer an issue. But I started having the issues with like my ear. So we had a toughest towards the beginning of the year. I figured I'd be able to blow it out, uh, blow it away. But I had not only uh, ear issues, but also nausea issues. So again, whole year, like figuring out these issues. And this is why I do this, because I, I feel like I'm learning more about myself and progressing and getting better. So even if I'm not like getting a better race time, I'm still learning what works for me, you know, nutrition wise or how far can my body go and just things like that. So that's what I love this sport and love endurance events, particularly because you don't find out a lot of this stuff in regular, uh, you know, 5Ks and 10Ks. Uh, you can push yourself really hard for an hour and be okay. But when you push yourself really hard for 12 hours, that's a whole different game. Um, so 2018, did all that. World's toughest, got sick, got nauseous during running. What happened? I don't know. Come 2019, everything was pretty good, but I was kind of going back and forth with the ear thing, the nausea thing, and... That's right. I had toughest in 2019. That's when I had, I got nauseous and, uh, my, my right leg bugging me while I run, getting real sore while I run. So just check to see if Anna text me real quick. I don't think she did. Oh, it looks like, uh, might have another question for later. Um, and Anna must, must not be there at all. All right. So fun. Okay. Still nobody joining. What are all these people doing playing World of Warcraft? Hop in here. Yeah, right. Um, so 2019, this year, you know, dealing with the leg issue, I can't, it wasn't bad enough, and it wasn't a shin splint, because I had shin splints in the past, and I, I know how that feels, and I know it's not, not that. So I, I'm like, I don't want to go to the doctor yet, because if he tells me it's a stress, stress fracture, they're going to tell me not to run, and then I'm going to have to, miss world's toughest and i was like no i'm not going to do that i'm going to run worlds and what happens happens and then i'll go to the doctor afterwards run worlds as i'm running you know a couple hours into it that pain just goes away it's not a bad pain but it's enough to be irritating but the pain just completely goes away like i run 60 miles at world's toughest and the pain in that leg is completely gone like what the what the hell is that i, I have no idea but I know I need to get it checked out. So I go, you know, winter happens and I run here and there. Same pain issue in my leg. January starts, get the back to running, same pain issue. So it's like, all right, I got to go to the doctor, get this checked out, get an x-ray, see what's going on. So I go to the doctor this past week and they x-ray it. And while I tell the doctor, I'm worried that it's a stress fracture. He says, ah, it's probably shin splints. All right. So they do the x-ray. They take a look at it. And there's a lump on the front of my shin. And I can feel it. So, you know, in, in all year, whenever that sore spot, I can feel there's a little bump right there. He says it's a lesion, a bone lesion, meaning that it's like a basically like an extra growth there. So it's a, a you know, a tumor or um, a cyst 
something like that. Typically benign, but something there. Okay? Get an MRI to confirm this. And the MRI, which are stupid expensive, comes back and he says, it's a stress fracture. Really? Because I'm pretty sure I said that it's probably that I thought it was that. So this is not the first time this doctor has told me Basically, that he thought it was something and then came back and told me what I thought it was afterwards. Frustrating, but that's where it's at. So, what's the diagnosis? Stress fracture. Stay off it for, don't run for two months. Come back and get a, another x-ray. At this point, the uh, March 7th is exactly a month, two months away. God dang it. So that means that if if I run Battle Race, Battle OCR, I won't have been able to run the entire time before then to train. Okay? That's not a big deal. I can go down there and run uh, not Warzone, maybe run Elite, and just you know run a single lap on... I mean, shoot, I can walk. That's not be a big deal. Uh, it's down in Louisiana, so traveling down there with my kids, get to see family, not a big deal. That's all good stuff. If, if I go, so, uh, so in the meantime, I'm thinking, okay, well, how can I keep training for that? I'm, I'm literally in limbo of trying to figure out what do I do to train to keep, to, to just, you know, keep active. I've got a gym membership to a rock climbing gym, so I'm going to keep doing that. That's great. My upper body, my hands, my grip is going to be, uh, like a monster by the, time the, by the end of the year. I don't know. Maybe that's not true. But I'm, I'm doing lots of rock climbing and lots of bouldering. So that's that's awesome. Cardio, that does a little bit. You know, that gets your heart rate up a little bit. That's great. But what what can I do? So that's kind of where I'm at like now. What can I do? Can I, I've asked a doctor, can I, can I walk for extensive periods? Can I go hiking? They said, preferably not. You know, try and stay out of the hiking. Try to stay off of the off of the long, long distance walking. Okay, so I've got a I've got an appointment this Friday to go over the results. What did the MRI say? Why does he think it's you know like basically to confirm that he really thinks it's a stress fracture, and what what can I do from there? Uh, in my own research, stress fractures should heal up in four to six six to eight weeks. You know, two months, and on its own. And if it does, then that's great. Uh, so we'll just kind of see. But at this point, I really do have to stop running. So, yes, Sophia, one option might be swimming, might be biking. I don't know. I'll find that out on Friday. If it's biking, I don't have a bike. <laughs> so I have to borrow somebody's or something. Um, swimming, I don't have a gym membership anymore. But I can probably go up to, like, the local rec center and uh, swim there, I think, which would be great. But, yeah, it's kind of tough, like, just figuring out, okay, here's here's what my goals were, and here was my plan to get there, and now all of that is just blown to bits. So what do I do now? Still got the rock climbing. That bit is still in place, so that's great. But, you know, what do I do next? And that's kind of all up in the air, and... I'm glad I did get it, uh, you know, going as early as I did and, and check that out. And just seeing that Anna saying that she's still having technical difficulties. Nobody else in Discord. And Sophia, get yourself a computer so that you can join cool live stream chats.
so yeah, that's where my endurance events are for the moment. After that, let's look at my race schedule because you'll enjoy such things. My race schedule, in case you don't have a way to organize yours, this is not anything fan fantastic by any means, but if it's simply you trying to keep track of things in your head, this is a cool thing to do. I've got a you know Word uh, an Excel document in OneDrive, and in there I keep track of the races that I want to do, and they're in yellow, and the ones in green are the ones that I have signed up for already. And as you can see, I've signed up for High Rocks to do a team challenge with a friend of mine, Josh McCarty. I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. <laughs> Unfortunately, High Rocks is a lot of upper body and, and movements and stuff, but it's still, you know, uh, 5K at least or 10K or whatever it is. So to do that, I'm really going to be jeopardizing the possibility or the hopes that my... Um, that my stress fracture will heal up by then. So probably not going to be doing that one. Battle OCR, Knob Hill 50K. If I can't do this other stuff, I'm probably going to go do this one be, just because I've, you know, I'll be itching to, to run by then. 50K is a long ways, especially if I, if I haven't been training. But if I can run by March 7th, then the rest of that month, I think I'll be okay to do 25 miles, 30 miles. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> here's the big one. This is the one that I am really looking forward to and hoping that I, I have a good enough leg to do so. Spartan Ultra, I deferred my Spartan Ultra from Dallas to Montana because Dallas last year, I actually pulled a muscle in the back of my leg, like uh, an Achilles, um, part of my Achilles or something. So that healed up, and that's all fine. So I uh, am going to Montana. I'm going to spend a couple of extra days there out that way, camping and possibly going to Yosemite, which would be pretty cool. Um, so that's awesome. Spartan Ultra, you know, run a Spartan race that I've never run before and in a beautiful location. So that should be really awesome. The Spartacus, Spartacus Dash, this is a local you know, they've got local OCRs all over the place, and I used to have a lot more local ones on my calendar, but as you can see, this calendar is a lot smaller than previous years. There's 16, there's 17, there's 18, and 18, I cut down, uh, I don't remember how many weekends this was, but I've really cut down my races to one race weekend a month for the most part, and uh, in 2019... Oh, that's right. 18 was not so, I don't think. 18 actually didn't end up being that many races. But 19 was for sure uh, 12 race weekends altogether. Um, and in 2020, I'm looking to do the same. So while that may not happen, looking to do 12 per year just to help balance life with family and friends and other hobbies and everything else that's going on, work, work travel. Um, where'd my YouTube feed go? I lost it. Let me check back in there and just see if anything's going on in the chat real quick. Oh, yeah. Sophia, you won't be able to see my race schedule at the moment. Um, while I'm talking, I could I could throw it up as a full screen. Uh, yeah, let me do that real quick. Just uh, so that way you're not having to look at a little tiny screen there. 
Should still have my audio. Yes, and my screen share. Okay, you should see all of that. And here we go. Cool. All right, so now you're just seeing my screen, so that should make it a little easier. I'll uh, just double check the chat here. Yep, that's all looking good. <clears throat> so yeah, Spartacus Dash is one of those just local events that uh, we have gone to, you know, three or four years in a row. My kids run it, and uh, my son has yet to run it because he's been so young, and this year he'll actually run it for sure. And so it's just one of those great fun weekends. It's 2.8 miles. It's one that, you know, I can push really hard and try to podium on. I've podiumed in the age group, but not overall so far, I don't think. Um, and and it's, a, it's cool. It's a good event. They've got, it's basically like the first mile is just running. It's an out and back, but like a couple of different, you know, side-by-side you know, -side tracks out all the way down, there's no obstacles, so you run a good solid mile, and you're you know huffing it to try and get out there, and then on the way back is all the obstacles, and it's just a lot of fun stuff. And there's a zip line that goes over a river, which is pretty cool, and a uh, couple of couple of little challenging obstacles, but no nothing super nothing super hard. Um, I've gone to the Austin Spartans for the past few years. And wasn't planning on going this year, but with the way things are going, that might that may change. So we'll see. Ragnar in Colorado is going to be just an awesome time. Really looking forward to that. Um, I love how I'm showing off my Spartan Elite code. If you see this, please don't use my Spartan Elite code. Don't tell them that you saw it. I'll cover it up now so that you can't see it. Why can you still see it? <laughs> And feel free to use this savage code if you are signing up a kid for a kid's race because I didn't get to use it if it still works. Um, just don't tell Gary B that you saw my Spartan Elite code or anybody else. They might make fun of me. Uh, and that's another thing, you know, lesson learned about this kind of stuff is what you got to pay attention to what's on your screen versus what you're doing and what you're talking about. All right, so we've got... La Nuit. La Nuit is an over, it's a local race. It's just a trail race, but it's a local uh, overnight trail race. Starts at like nine o'clock and there's a three hour, six hour and nine hour option. My plan is to do the nine hour option this year. You know, it's all training for world's toughest, right? And it's fun. I mean, it's in the middle of the summer, so it's hot, but it's nighttime. So you're sweating to death, but it's not, you're not getting burnt up by the sun. So pretty, pretty fun race. Not a ton of people, but uh, a good time nonetheless. Tough of Chicago, if that happens. Plan on going up there and hanging out with Mike and Caitlin from Obstacle Run Adventures for that race. OCRWC back in Vermont will be going up there and running all those races and hopefully doing some live stream cool stuff like this. Savage Dallas is up in the air. That one's, I mean, it's its local, so it's hard to not go to it, but I'm not necessarily planning on it because I've already got races the weekend before in Vermont, so that'll be kind of tough. Spartan Ultra is always a possibility as well, the one in Dallas, and then, of course, World's Toughest Mudder. So really, my uh, endurance races would be Battle, Spartan Ultra in Montana, Ragnar, La Nuit, Toughest, and World's. For the most part. So that's what's happening there. Phone is dying. Sophia, thanks for joining me. If your phone dies, um, I appreciate you. Have a good night. 
All right, so I'm going to switch back over to showing the little small screen here. Let's see if that will push out. And the overlays don't look like they're popping up, but maybe they will in just a moment. Yeah, they're not popping up right away. That's very interesting. Another just, you know, little thing that I've got to figure out and see what's going on there. Uh, oh, there they are. They're popping up, maybe. They're loading. There we go. Nice. So you may have seen it before I did because I'm watching the screen, but you can see the small screen where I see it. All right, so I've got another question, or not even a question so much, but more a uh, comment from from a listener, Andy. Andy, I'm going to bring this. Whoops, that's fine. I'm going to bring this down a little bit. This is going to overlap me, I think. Let's see what happens here. Yeah. Overlap my face. Oh, let's put that above the other one. And it's still not above. Well, that looks stupid, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, that looks real stupid because you can't... That video's on top of it? What the crap is that? Um, ah, I see. I see the problem. Let's bring that down. And that should help some. Not at all. What? Oh, i got to push it live, of course. Um, <laughs> that's not helping enough. I'm still getting an overlap of my little image here. Please. Oh, okay. I think I know what to do. Not that. In here, I'm going to tell freeform text, freeform image layer to be above. No? Hmm. I don't know if this matters where it is here. I want it to be above that, but I can't seem to move it. Uh, oh, uh, maybe. Maybe I got it here. Let's go um, freeform image. We'll just move that up above that one. And did that do it? So that is loaded. Now I have to reload it here, which I don't know what's going to happen. And it's reloading. It's loading. Wait for it to load. There's the image. The rest of the overlay is loading currently. And you're probably seeing all that happening right before your eyes. Hey, I did it. Cool. All right. So let's read this little bitty text. See if I can actually see it to read it. Hi there. This is more of a comment than a question for your podcast. Earlier last year, I did a small OCR in the UK. I came in top three. After doing so, I looked at the different races in OCR where I felt I could really challenge myself in 2020. When it came down to it, I chose Tough Mudder, toughest races rather than the Spartan races. For the fact that I felt Tough Mudder brand and a race set up allowed you to race yourself and for a goal, and aim for a goal, a mileage, rather than racing others. I know this is more complicated than just the Spartan takeover, but I hope everything does go through and Spartan does do by Tough Mudder. They are true to their word and don't alter the race setup and the brand. I plan my whole year around running UK's toughest and WTM, including booking flights and accommodations. So I'm really hoping that this gets resolved and we can focus on training for our booked races rather than all this uncertainty. Thanks, Andy. Andy, thank you for that comment. And you are spot on with your observations and your thoughts and your concerns. Uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, it sucks that Tough Mudder might go under. But, you know, for the people saying that, some people, it's simply, oh, you don't get to go run your $400 race and run in the mud 
so sad for you. While all the people that work for the company have to deal with losing their job and you know all the other stuff that come along with that. You, on the other hand, it's a little bit more than just simply you get your race uh, refunded to you. You've bought your your tickets over here. You may have spent, you know, between flights and hotels, and not necessarily that you have, but you and people like you may have spent money on flights and hotels and car rentals and the the race fees themselves. I mean, you might be out a couple grand for this. Now, of course, this still pales in comparison to the workers that you know that may not have jobs. But still a pretty big concern for me, for you, for your life, it is a concern. And here's the thing about looking at other people's problems and judging those problems. While, yes, starving to death is a much, much worse problem than not getting to go do a race that you paid $2,000 for. But that doesn't mean that you don't have the right to be sad about your position. Now, if you are dealing with your problem and that person is there with food or without food, what comes first? Do you deal with your problem or do you help that person? Or if you were in their boat, which one, which problem would you deal with first? Obviously, the, the worst one, the one where you don't have food and you can't eat. But that doesn't mean that you can't have emotions about your own experience. And that's okay. It's okay to not belittle your emotions and your position just because there are people suffering elsewhere in the world. Now, if you lose sight of the fact that those people are suffering just because you suffer and you can't drink your coffee in the morning or whether the hell people get worried about, that's silly. But you can still have emotion about your own problems just as long as you just be uh, have perspective, you know. Your problem is tough and crazy and hard and weird or whatever emotions you have about it. But it doesn't mean that somebody else isn't having a hard problem, a harder problem. But it also doesn't mean that you don't have a problem yourself. So keep things in perspective, which will help you deal with your own problems. But also don't feel like you can't have emotion about your own problems. So yeah, uh, we are all hoping that this... Tough Mudder situation gets resolved. And we we actually, uh, as I'm in a hotel tonight, and as I'm getting ready to start doing this episode, um, still no, nothing from Anna. As I'm starting to get ready to do this episode, uh, the hotel shows that, uh, or has an alarm going off, get out of the hotel because there's a problem. So like, dang it, almost ready, trying to get done. So we go and leave the hotel, and while I'm out there, I look on my phone and see that Will Hicks just put up an episode about with a Tough Mudder update. So I was out there listening to that. Matt B. Davis has put out a lot of stuff out about you know what Joe DeSena has said, and so there's just a lot to what's going on right now. And the the really the main update is that <clears throat> from what we've heard is that Will Dean. And Guy Livingston are trying to take a bigger cut than they're being offered for Tough Mudder. If that happens, if they don't take what they're being offered, then that could be the reason that the creditors that are, uh, you know, trying to get Tough Mudder to go into bankruptcy um, don't 
allow it to recover. Now, if depending on the you know depending on what you've heard, you may have heard talks about bankruptcy in chapter eleven, chapter seven, chapter thirteen, all these different chapters of bankruptcy. One of those does allow for restructuring, and that could be uh, the answer. You know, there is a way out of this that Tough Mudder gets saved, and whether it's Tough Mudder itself restructuring or it's simply uh, Spartan Race purchasing Tough Mudder and putting them under their umbrella, but keeping them running and going. So there are possible positives, and we're hoping for those outcomes. And um, it's, as of right now, it's still in limbo. That That's the, the, the tough part about it, is that there's not really much else we can say for the moment. So we are still waiting and hearing tidbits of information, things that, you know, sound possible, positive, but uh, nothing definite. Um, nothing, none of this is making Will Dean look good. Um, I, I try to try to be positive, look for the best in people, and I keep coming back to the same conclusion, unfortunately, that he's just not there for this community that he started. So it, it, it blows, but that's where it's at. So uh, I think that answered, I think I answered everything I wanted to say about this. It is very complicated, Andy, and thank you for your question, your comment. Uh, we are all hoping that it gets resolved, and good luck to you dealing with everything if it doesn't get resolved. Now, here's something to possibly look at as a pos positive. If this doesn't go through, if Tough Mudder ends up biting it completely, We've already been in talks. Matt B. Davis has brought up the possibility or the option. Let's let's host something. You know, people are going to be coming out here. People are have these flights. If they want to still come out to Dallas, let's do something. So, if this goes down, we will do something. It might be a a run. It might be a party. It might be a little bit of both. But what you can count on is that. Come November 13th or whatever date was, 10th, I forget, 7th? It's pretty early this year. Uh, come that date, if you come to Dallas, you will have friends and family and community to, to spend time with and even go for a run with. So we've got some trails around here. We don't have to go to uh, Texplex, where the venue was at, going to be at. We can go to Better Trail do some hills, and who knows, maybe even find a place to do some obstacles. So don't hesitate to, uh, you know, keep looking forward to something as uh, if bad news comes out, that is. Um, I think that's it. Let me uh, turn off that image there. And I don't know why it's showing that the overlay, the borders are still there. It looks good. Default text? What the crap is this? I just noticed that it says default text this whole time. Uh, let's see if I can update that real quick. That was supposed to say... Yeah, it does. Hmm. Let's see if that changes anything here. What do we got? There it goes. hey oh, There we go. <laughs> so stupid. Well, uh, that was actually the only two comments. Oh, I had a text. Let's see. Um, I don't think anybody's going to be jumping in. I'll double check Discord. 
this will be going out as a podcast so you can if you're listening right now and you're like screw you i'm tired of watching your face and listening to all the 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 breaks you can look forward to that <clears throat> oh kevin harkins is just saying since wtm is in limbo i'm looking at ocrwc um so just saying heck yeah i don't have a team at the moment so let's do it uh anything else possibly don't think so i think that's going to be it anna it was working so well for just a moment there and you never came back i literally did this whole podcast including 10 extra minutes of nothing me talking blankly into the screen about who knows what it was solid gold that will never be recovered ever again uh before i go before I stop this and try to get it uploaded now that it's nine o'clock, just checking all my tabs, seeing if I'm missing anything. I will just say, um, 2020, you know, we've got our, uh, we're part of the OCR report family. No, I didn't say that. We are a member of the OCR report. We're going to keep that simple. Um, and so we've got a, you know, people to work with and, and keep working on this kind of stuff. And, you know, if somebody comes into this community that already knows broadcasting stuff, feel free to do your own thing and do something better than what we're doing. But also don't hesitate to join us and say, hey, I've got skills. I want to put them to use because this kind of stuff is is it's it's fun. It's hard. It takes a lot of knowledge. But um you know, we don't really seem to have a ton of people in the industry that are doing this yet. It's very, since it is such a small industry still, um, there are holes to be filled. You know, we've got a couple of, like, we've got multiple podcasts, but still the like, like high, super high quality, like super professional podcast. That's not a dig at Matt. Um, but just ultra, you know, what you see on TV, what you see from giant corporations, we don't have that yet because we don't, we're not giant corporations doing this stuff. But we're looking at trying to give that quality. So keep looking forward to what's coming this year. Uh, go listen to Obstacle Running Adventures. They've still been putting out consistent episodes. The OCR report just put out that episode with uh, talking to Joe about High Rocks, I think. I haven't listened to it all yet, but at the beginning, he goes over. Tough Mudder updates. So listen to that. And of course, check out all the other podcasts as well. But um, lots to come from this year. And I'm super pumped. I can't get enough of messing with these stupid overlays and, and stuff. Um, every time I get one looking cool, I get super excited about it. And I realize how it's like cool for like two seconds. And that's about it. So here we go. 2020. New year, new you. Stupidest saying ever. But we say it because it sounds... I don't know. Whatever. No, I'm just bad one. Thank you for listening. If you are listening to the 300 or so listeners that we have, thank you so much. I appreciate you. It's nice to have a place where I can speak my voice, but also to share that with you. So while I'm talking and I'm having this discussion... I know that you're sitting there like I was listening to Matt and Josh and Mike and Caitlin and saying, I've got a voice and I want to have input on this. So wherever you are, 
you've got input. Don't feel like you don't. If you want to be part of this conversation, go to the Discord. OCR Discord bit.ly slash OCR chat, maybe. Uh, go to the OCR Obstacle Course Racing Discord and join us there. Talk there. Send us messages. Join us in the live stream for YouTube uh, videos. And uh, that's enough of that. So good night, sweet prince. Oh, don't forget, uh, whatever I said at the beginning. Oh, God dang it. I did miss that. If you're still listening right now, at the very beginning, when there was probably no audio, I'm pretty sure, I said, life's a garden. Dig it. You make it work for you. You can't have no in your heart. If you know what movie that's from, first person to send it to me will get a free OCR talk something from our store. And thanks again. You might be right and you might be wrong too. That sounds dumb. I don't know if we'll keep doing that. I'm going to shut this off now. Oh, I'm going to throw up. That's right. I'm throw up. I'm not going to throw up. I'm going to throw my background image on the screen. That's not it. Nope, that was it. There we go. This is my sign out card here. So thank you again. Good night. <laughs>